Welcome to the Lionfish Podcast. Today we're coming to you from Key Cocker at the business of Gerald and Gerald Snorkeling and Fishing. Welcome, Gerald. Hello. So you are the Gerald as in the father and you work with your sons. Yes, I am. How long have you been doing this? I've been in the business of snorkeling, fishing and stuff like this over like 25 to 30 years. Okay. And I was, we were just talking earlier, you, you're uh, kind of from Key Cocker from, from birth, so to speak. Originally, yes. What kind of changes have you seen over the years? Oh, I've seen a lot of changes, especially from our last hurricane that hit us like in 2000, Hurricane Key. And we get a lot more changes, especially with all the Chinese, these guys coming in and doing huge buildings. Not nice. I used to like it with just little small cabanas and stuff yeah. like that that we used to have before. But there's nothing we could do about it, you know? Gotcha. And how long have you been doing the uh, snorkeling and fishing tours? The snorkeling and fishing tours, like I said, over 25 to 30 years I've been in the business. I have my business for like over like, uh, I would say five to seven years, okay. my own business. Otherwise, I've been freelancing with all different other companies, working for everyone else. Yeah, I, I find that a lot on the island. Everyone has multiple jobs, um, especially during the, the slow season. Yes. Yeah. yes. How do people find you for your fishing and How do people snorkeling? find me? Well, I have uh, my boys, they advertise me on like um, Facebook. Instagram and stuff like this. Nice. And we have some followers and stuff like that. They're the one that does the stuff and you have people and then I have a bunch of friends and they recommend their friends and as well as their enemies, you know? <laughs> so the business keep going. That's good. That's good. Know? Lionfish. You you do you find a lot of lionfish while snorkeling? I do find a lot of um in snorkeling areas that the areas we usually visit we don't find a lot of the lionfish. But the areas I do my lobstering in my area, I do find a lot of lionfish. Yeah. When did you first learn about how bad lionfish were to the area? At one point we saw like one, two of them and I was like, nah, it's not like it's not a problem. Yeah. Then when I get to a coral formation it was like a garden I, I hopped into because then I saw, oh man, I think I count something like over 75 to 80 lionfish that wow. day. You know, I took out three ladies and in a half day lionfish tour, we brought in something like 86 lionfish. Wow, just snorkeling, just, not even just, scuba. Just the um, free diving. Sure. Free diving with the pulled spear. Wow. Um, so then I started noticing, oh man. It's a chaos yeah. because a lot of the holes that the lobster used to hide, they're all filled up with the lionfish. And lionfish is something that hardly anything eats eats off it. Sure. You know, if a grouper eat off him, he would start from the head part. Yeah. And they don't give the head part to the to the grouper. They always keep <laughs> yeah. turning around, turning around. You know. Yeah, and I'm sure uh, a lot of people like to hunt grouper as well because it's good eating and yes. you get a lot of yes. meat on it. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a. It's kind of a sad thing because we're, we're taking away their predators and making them stronger. Yeah. So what do you do with the lionfish once you catch them? Um, a few of them that is good size that some of the restaurants would buy, we would sell to the restaurant. A few of them we prepare for the guests and then they take it to a restaurant to cook it up for them. And then the rest of them that is too small where we toss them away. It's just to keep killing them out because sure. like I said, they're a chaos to be society you know yeah uh do you work with danny with her lionfish souvenirs and adventures yes i work with danny actually she was the one that started up the business of lionfish along with me yeah 
all of her guests that comes to her, she recommends them to me. I take them out, you know. Right. And I see you wearing a Lionfish Patrol shirt. It's always nice to go to another island and see people wearing the shirt. Exactly. <laughs> this is what uh, they brought from the time when they came from Florida. Yeah. Her last visit. And she's like, okay, I know you do lionfish, so you're going to have, a, have one of these shirts, you know? Nice. Um, so if somebody wants to go on one of your fishing tours, deep sea fishing, what, uh, what could they experience for catching? What could they experience? Well, we fish for, at the time we have the mahis around, we have the blackfin tunas, skipjack tunas. Um, that's up on top. And then to the bottom, we would fish for like um, queen snappers, yellow eyes, tilefish, and some groupers to the oh, bottom. Wow. You know? Yeah. And it's, you take people out for a half day or is it a full half day? Half day, full day, whatever they want to do. So when you first learned about lionfish and saw them to now, how, how long ago was that when you saw those 75 plus on the reef? Mm, this was something like about five to seven years back. Yeah. Because they were wrong from, I think, from the weather. They were experienced. We had this experience that when this hurricane came in and messed yeah. up Florida, yep. these guys were doing a research with the lionfish or a current that comes all the way from there, comes through Mexico, Cancun, uh, the peninsula, comes right into us and flows right down to Honduras and Guatemala. All of us got right into it. So, thank you, Florida. <laughs> thank you, Florida, yes. <laughs> and so that was about five years ago. What about today when you go out? What type of numbers do you see? Has it gotten better or worse? It's better because our last derby we had, I brought, up, I brought in something over like 120 lionfish. Oh, wow. On a day, on a day base, like about from 8 in the morning to like around 3 in the afternoon. Basically, back in the days, like five years, I would have brought in something like about three to four hundred. Oh wow. And that's free diving or do you actually free diving. free diving? Free diving. Yeah. So I that's a lot of effort. Yes. It up is. and down. Up it and is, down. It is a lot of effort. But nevertheless we get accustomed to it because um we are like noticing where they're hanging out and living. So as you get to the bottom, boom one, boom, if you could do like two, three of them before you come up for air, you yeah. do two, three of them with the pull spear. Nice. You know. Because I do them with the pull spear and also with the hooks. Oh okay. That I use for doing lobstering. Gotcha. You know, you gotta be quick because once you miss him, <laughs> he's gone. Then you have to find the police spirit to go after yeah. him again. So you're you're gapping this thing underwater. Underwater. Yeah. Yes. And how do you get him off? Do you put him in a zookeeper or do you just bring him up? Um, we just bring him up and I toss him right onto the back of the boat. Gotcha. Right onto the back of the boat, so it's not inside the the, the boat that any other snorkeler or any sure. other person hops in and would hop on top of one of them. <laughs> you know, or I have someone on the boat with a bucket. And right there, he the guy takes it right off inside the boat nice. very quickly. And after that, we dro we dropped him right into what we call Alaska, a cooler full of ice. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I said, okay, if you have venom in you, well, then let's see how hypothermia works for you. <laughs> That's one way to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and tell me about your boys. How, how old are they and what do they do with the company? Okay. I have Gerald, Gerald that started out the business with me from since like about she was i would say 10 to 12 years old and he's been in the business with me he's like uh he finished uh standard six elementary school and he just went for two weeks in high school and he's like dad i don't want to go to high school i want to work with you so he's been with me from ever since yes and he's also a tour guide he's also a captain and a tour guide rather well wow. and then he's 22 years right now 
Wow. And then I have Jamai, which he recently had got his uh, tour guide license. So he was a captain and he was a fisherman with me all this while also. And basically, they're the one that does the tour for me when I don't have the time to do it. Nice. So And they enjoy it? They, they don't like it. They love it. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. They say when you love something, a job that you do, then it's not a job anymore. Sure. And some of the guys said, man, you know something? It's a hobby for you and you get paid for your hobby. Yeah. You know? I said, yeah, man. But then there's also a lot into it, you know, because it's taking care of the guests, having them safe, taking them out there safely, bringing them back in safely. That's the basic part of it. Right. Then in my company, I work for my guests. Like I always tell my kids, work for the guests and then the money comes in. Right. You know, a lot of people would work for the money. They don't worry about the guests. Sure. Number one priority is the guys that you're taking out there. Yeah. That's your number one priority. And I would imagine that's it's, you know, you, you make it look easy, I'm sure, but it's still a lot of work. Well, like I said, we've been into it for, la- for quite a while. So all the guys would look at us and like, because at some point when Gerald does lobstering, inside my lobster shed that I scoop them right out and Gerald do one, two, three, four, five, hold it in his hand and he takes a breath and he tosses it in the boat. The guys look at it. They can't even do one with one breath sometimes. And like, I could see that you guys are really trained professionals to do this stuff, you know. Yeah. You know it's just like a contractor and sticking tiles or, or, or sticking cement there, the, the blocks and stuff like laying blocks, like yeah. boom, 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 boom. I hold and I, oh man, I'm like, that's not mine, you know. Well, give me the ocean. Nice. That's, that's, that's my office. Well, it's a great office. It's a beautiful office. I, you know, just took the ferry in, and, and from what I can see from shore, it's it's very very yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Um, where do you think the lionfish uh, problem is going to go? Do you think it's going to stick around? Do you think more and more dive shops will start going after them? Well, if you would have more guests coming in to do more lion the derby or doing lionfish hunting, then I think we could control it. Right. Because. We don't only have coral formation in the front of the island, like the east side of the island, like where the barrier reef is. On the west side where I do my lobstering, there's a bunch of coral formation. Not a lot of the guys know it, but I do my part when I get out there. Sometimes I would do five, ten of them, but sometimes I also leave it for when we have a derby, so there's much more and try to take out everything from a coral formation. We can't take out everything because sometimes there's a few of them still hiding, you know. And once they see that you missed one and he passes along the other one, like, boom, he's out of here. Yeah. Where they go, I don't know. But when I get back to the coral formation, there's one, two, three, four, a few of them in the area again, you know. Like I said, I try to do what I can do. But if everyone would do the same, I bet we could get it under control. Florida is a good example of that. I talked to a lot of dive captains out there and they, they're not really complaining that there's not a lot of lionfish out there anymore. But they're kind of complaining because a lot of people go there to go hunt lionfish. So it's getting harder and harder for them to find them, which is good, great for the reefs. But it's, you know, sad at the same time for some some people how they make a living. Yeah, because um, lionfish could eat something half his size. Yeah. And they target a bunch of the, on the barrier reef, they target a bunch of the wrasfish. Right. The wrasfish is something that helps and protects the reef. In an ecosystem, like I said, the ras fish, the angel fish, the parrot fish, the um, 
sea urchins, everyone does a tiny little part, but at the end of the day, it does a great, huge part, meaning that they feed off the algae that creates on the coral and kills the coral. Right. So in an ecosystem, they're actually cleaning and clearing the reef. And if there's something killing that out, then what's going to happen? Yeah, that's going to The reef starts dying, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we, uh, we just finished up a tournament in Tobacco Key down south uh, on Sunday a few days ago. And they, they keep track of all the dissection of what the fish are eating, the lionfish are eating. And they've, they've identified over 50 species, 50 oh, man. different species from shrimp, lobster, octopus, crabs, fish. Like I said, because all, all crustaceans and all, all um, fishes in the ocean started off small. Right. So once they're tiny, they're going to be eaten. Yeah. You know? So in that, I would say, let's say a million lobsters born, hatches. Yeah. Then how many lives off it? Because you have stuff that eats off it. Because in lobster, you have the um, coumarins, you have the nurse sharks, the, um, the puffer fishes, oh, yeah. trunk fish, dolphins. You have dolphins and then you also have the trigger fish. Oh, yeah. So all of that eats it, you know. So of a million, how much would live? And then how of the million if five of them is female and one male? Right. It's definitely making a dent which is not a good thing working with danny uh, we have an app and we have the tournament on the app right now and it's going till we're trying to figure out the numbers whether it's going to be the end of november or the first week of december but they're making it a conservation event so on the day that it finishes it's going to be a big conservation event not only lionfish but also coral restoration and trash pickup and cleanup so it's going to be a pretty big event so i would uh, encourage you to keep working with Danny and be part of this. Um, I'll check her out and see how we could get into the, to that stuff. Yeah. And then I start bringing back in some lionfish when I do my lobster, you know? Yeah. Do you give her the tails? Uh, sometimes when we clean them, but sometimes when I don't clean them, I just give it to other guys right. because some of the other guys would do that, you know? Sure. But once I clean them, I give her. You have a few of them that's very, very beautiful. Actually, you could see I have oh, one yeah. of her posters right here. That's right. Yeah. And what do you do with the carcass? Do you use them for lobster traps or do you just, no, jump, just jump them? toss them away. Them what I do is shorts. when I clean them, I cut all the, all the spikes right off, toss them in my cooler and take them out and toss them from against shore. Gotcha. Because where we were, where we were walking, cleaning our fish, you could stand on one. Sure. Or someone else could stand. They don't want a kid to stand on it, you know? Right. So I take it out and I toss all of the carcass and the heads and stuff like that. Nice. All the way out. Nice. And you will have other fishes and stingrays and stuff like that that comes in and feeds off it. Nice. Well, I know you're busy, but one last question. If somebody was thinking about coming to Key Cocker, what is the, what is the one or two things that you love most about Key Cocker that they should come in and experience? Well, if they love fishing in any way of Lionfish hunting, spear fishing, lobstering, or just regular fishing in inshore, offshore. Feel free to look us up. Yeah. We'll be right here to take out anyone that wants to go. Nice, you know. And if you hear a lot of trucks going by, well, they're not really trucks; they're more uh, golf carts. It's uh, the shop right here is is near the road, and the windows are open to keep it cool in here. So the lovely thing about Key Cocker that I'm finding is it's all golf carts and bicycles. 
and uh, it's kind of a cool way to navigate the island. It's it's uh, keeps it real beachy like. Yeah. So the only trucks and stuff is by like by the construction companies that has to deliver like sand, gravels, blocks, and cement. Right. That's the only trucks you would find. You know, find any guys with a fancy Porsche or Lamborghini <laughs> hanging out on the <laughs> beach. You know. Yeah. You want to hang out, come grab your bicycle, come on, let's go to the beach. Yeah, I know, it's funny, because I'm riding the bikes, and I'm kind of like, this This golf cart's behind me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a road, I forgot, this is a road, you yeah. know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just so tell chill. The, just tell the guys to be careful, because if you go over 10, you get a ticket. Yeah. Try to do 9.9, .9 Yeah. and you don't get a ticket. Yeah, and I actually, I, was, I just learned today that uh, the, the slogan is, go slow. Exactly. Yeah, I had somebody on a bicycle tell me, go slow. I'm like, what? Am I going too fast? He's like, go slow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Gerald, it was uh, really nice uh, meeting you. Danny's talked a lot about you, and uh, it's, it's really great to finally catch up. And right. I appreciate everything you're doing, especially in the lionfish community. Keep up the good work. Uh, and we'll do our best to send people your way to get more lionfish out of the waters for you. No problem, guys. Uh, we'll be here waiting, man. Sounds good. That's what I tell everyone. I don't have anywhere to go. Said only millionaires could travel and change houses from one house to the other. <laughs> I'm a very poor guy, and I'm. I love what I do. I love. In, I enjoy and love educating people about the ocean. Nice. Yeah, it shows. As well as my kids that works along with me. Yeah, that's great. That's a. I'm really impressed with that. So congratulations on that. All right, thanks, man. All right, we're out of here.